Uh, what are we talking about? Well, Robert, what was your question? Oh, um, my question was, how often do you all cry? And we can that. differentiate between shed tears, like shedding one gangster tear versus a full-on sob. And uh, don't say never. I haven't done a... I don't know the last time I've done a full-on sob. That's been many, many years, and I'm pretty sure that I've just... Okay decided not to do that in my adult life or something. I don't know. I, I don't have any reasons why that would happen. Um, okay. mm -hmm. I do notice though, um, after my wife gave birth to our son, movies hit different than they used to, because I didn't realize how much movies pull on like the parent heartstrings of like, you know, something happens to the child and like movies are way more emotionally powerful to me than they used to be before I had a kid. I don't know why that, I mean, I just didn't notice all that stuff. And now it's like, you see something and like, they use it a lot in like almost every movie they use like a kid like dying or something terrible happening. And like, yeah. And then just, they play on that fear a lot. So I, I get teared yeah. up, you know? Yeah. I would agree that without going too many levels deep here, that the most recent times I've cried have been because of a movie or show movies and TV shows can make me tear up again as a sort of new parent. Yeah. Like anytime there's a kid and they lose a kid like that. Oh man, there's something about that that does it. But I have a, you know, I kind of know where to go in my Spotify playlist if I want a good cry. And uh, there's some songs that will like not make me tear up. I will kind of like be, be shedding tears, bawling in my car, listening to certain songs. I won't be telling you what any of those songs are, but uh, that happens every three, four, five months. So probably. Yeah. I just, I cry like maybe once a quarter. How about that? And like, uh, whenever I don't feel good, I'll just cry because I don't feel good. And I want my you mom just, and dad. You just told us you cried every single day because of the abuse you get <laughs> yeah. on this team. The reason that we're talking about this oh, is because. Right. I, Shoot. I mean, every day, every day is when I cry. Yeah. Monday through Friday, working days. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> mean. It's like a Monday holiday. I, I'm so mean to Ariel. I'm such a terrible boss and just angry and everything that she cries every day, which it is what it is. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, Michael made me tear up, but. I think he teared up too, but we were both drunk. So, <laughs> and it was like way, way, way too, it was like four in the morning or something. And we had both maybe polished off like an entire bottle of whiskey. Uh, and we started talking, it was about kids. He said something about my kid and I just, I teared up. Man. I, remember. I don't even remember this. Yeah. Well, we were pretty, that's, hilarious. that's why I was a little hesitant to even talk about this, but uh, Michael and I have, we do these like retreats and what I've learned is that we have to stop buying whiskey. And stick to beer and wine if we're going to do that. I think we I think we need to get like little mini bottles, like three a piece or something. That way the rest yeah. of the bottle's not sitting there. Because what's happened, it's like our last night. We're like, well, who's going to take this whiskey home? We got to finish it now. Yeah, but we did that. That's yeah, we always argue. And we wouldn't it's if ugly. we, yeah, it gets ugly. All so, right, Robert, what about you? Like every day. I would say I probably have one proper cry every 18 months. And then. Wow, that's spread out. Yeah, I don't, a long time. I yeah. don't like have a full on sob very often and I will, I'll tear up at something probably like once every two to three months. My kryptonite though for that is the YouTube videos of like a soldier coming back and surprising their kid or surprising oh, their family. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know why uh -huh. those uh -huh. always get me. And then mm. the weird yes. thing that, that always gets me is like videos of people like finishing marathons or like ultra marathons. I have no idea why, but That's I'm very always specific. just like so proud of the accomplishment that they have made. 
that like it it I like get actually choked up. It's <laughs> so weird. That's so random. Have you done one of those? Is that why? Is it like something where you <laughs> or are you just seeing somebody else do it? That's all it takes. I honestly okay, so I've done like a half marathon before, and it just I don't know exactly what it is. It feels to me it's like a triumph of the human spirit. You know what I mean? Of like, mm-hmm. hey, you used to be, you know, you couldn't even run a mile, and and look at you now. You just ran twenty six point two of them, and your family's there supporting you. I don't know. I just I think I know like how hard they had to work to accomplish that. Maybe that's why it gets me. I don't know. Wow. Uh, you know what also gets me besides uh, soldiers coming home videos? Any kind of like ceremony, like a, a graduation, anybody being like inducted into anything, like a Boy Scout court of honor, like any type of formal ceremony where like somebody is presented something or like an award. And I could like have no clue. I, I could be complete strangers with everybody there, but I will cry at that. It just like I'm so proud. <laughs> that one, yeah. That one doesn't get me as much. <laughs> that one's <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I've <laughs> Ariel loves everybody though. Cares about everybody. Very yeah, nice I person. do. I am really proud of everyone. Yeah. Now we know we're pulling each other's heartstrings. Bobby, you seem like you're going to be the hardest to crack, <laughs> I guess. I don't. Uh, well, I mean, I've thought about it. Like, is there something wrong with me? I don't cry. Like, I don't cry a lot. But I, unless somebody, like, passes away. But, like, I've never, even as a kid, I didn't, like, cry a lot. So, I don't know. Maybe I could just be totally dead on the inside, you know? Maybe that's why I husband, get very husband, he's time. not a crier. I've only seen him cry. We've been married for, like, 18 years. And I've only seen him cry once. Wow. Was, yeah, one time. And it was when we had taken a road trip out to the Northwest and we drove like a 1980 Volkswagen Vanagon out there and it broke down on the way back in Salt Lake City and we had to leave there and we had to rent a car and like left the the Vanagon in like the the parking lot of a, a repair shop. And as we're pulling out in this like little like Toyota Corolla or something, he just started like sobbing. He was so the only sad. time your husband has cried <laughs> in the marriage is because you left a broken down car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was like he thought that like he I think it was because he had put so much work into like getting it ready for the trip. And then it like didn't work. You know, like he had failed us as a wow. family. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. See, that's, I feel like if we keep, keep talking, so. we're going to have to have a budget for a yeah. psychologist to come I in and so. help our team. <laughs> I would yeah. love that. Questionable decisions. Hey guys, today on the podcast, we've got Bobby, our fearless leader. We've got Ariel, head of content. We've got Robert, our email marketing guy. And this is Michael, director of operations here at Millennium Money Man. Want to get straight into it today. The questionable decision this week, I've got a pretty good one here. So our dear leader, Bobby, tried to save money on his computer monitor. But now he hates it. He constantly complains about it. It's not fully functional. And uh, it's, it creates like a lot of uh, stress and anxiety for us as his team. So the question is, was that a questionable decision? You so left Bobby, out you a, want to start us off yeah, with. You left out yeah, a fill in the, fill in the details component that uh. you recommended this monitor to me. <laughs> well, to, 
Okay. Well, you left out a key component, which is we all agreed that the more expensive monitor would have been better, but you were you weren't quite ready to make the at leap. The okay, at the time to buy it. Okay, so I have a lot of Apple stuff. I I think that Apple is great, but I have been pissed off at Apple lately because every freaking phone that comes out is exactly the same as the last phone with slight improvement. Like everything that they're doing isn't. I don't think it's great anymore. I think that they're just they've figured out that people just keep buying the stuff and they're stupid, which myself included. But so I, I've been upset about that. And then I needed a new monitor because I, I decided to go from the iMac to like a just a monitor setup and the new iMac hadn't come out yet. So I was like looking at the monitors and it was $2,000 for a monitor. And I was like, this feels like robbery. Like I, I'm tired of getting like screwed by this company over and over again. And I'm going to buy this thing and it's just like a glorified monitor I can find for cheaper. So then you were like, well, you should get the Samsung M8. It's a great thing. You hadn't, and one red flag is that you didn't actually own it. You owned a previous model of it. And I, and I trusted you because I was like, you know, Michael's a smart guy and he's, you know, I brought him into my company. I trust him. I believe in him and he's going to steer me in the right direction because he's also very techie. And so then I buy the thing and it doesn't freaking work. Like it's a, it's a garbage piece of machinery (laughs) that like has all these issues. And then I went from being like a relatively decently okay person with tech to now I'm just an idiot. And so now I'm just every time I log into a meeting or nothing works and everybody's sitting there waiting on me. So it's, I'm mad at myself for not just spending the money on it. And next time I won't make that mistake, but I also am going to do it because I'm going to do it begrudgingly because you really, I feel like you've been having a tough time with tech lately. I mean, you, that's the, what I'm saying. The monitor, that guy the microphone, the camera. Yeah. The problem when is that about it works with roughly, the display. <laughs> that's the issue. Because you're getting older. Um, like you're, you're I do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think. Yeah, let's pivot. No, I let's do think it's here. that too. No, I do think it's that too. I've actually like been very aware lately. Like one of the big pushes that we're making as a team, and by the way, Robert's on this podcast. Nobody even introduced him. Like everybody's against <laughs> introducing people on our team. Robert's our email marketing manager. Um, but I, I've very quickly. I started this business in 2015, and it was a blog. And in the, the span of time that I've done that, like it's, I've become like a dinosaur, like very quickly. Um, and that's how fast the tech stuff moving, and like especially with like TikTok and Instagram and all those things, like. We're going to be doing all of that now. And I think there's still a lot of opportunity to do that. But man, it, yes, I do feel old, like very fast. And like, it's really, it's really like, I, we've got to stay. One of my big things that moving forward, like thing I'm going to put pressure on everybody on the team to do is like, we have to stay up on like whatever's new. Like we just have to, I haven't done a bad job of that. So. Well, I hope we can make enough money to hire people that can do that better because I feel it as well. I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. almost 30 and you'd think, oh, well, you know, if you just keep your eyes on what's going on, you can kind of understand what's going on on TikTok and all that. But, oh, my gosh, these kids fast. are like, they are just like living in their own universe with how they use these things like TikTok <laughs> and Snapchat. And That's they have cool. just like, they know how to make money off of it. And they know how to like manipulate it for advertising. And it's a lot to keep up with, for sure. I said the other day, I, I finally feel empathy for like generations ahead of me that can't keep up with the technology that I know about because I'm, I'm feeling it myself. As the oldest person on this podcast, I am almost 40 and I feel this very deeply. And I think it's when you have kids, they like suck your ability to, to stay up to date on things. Like they occupy that space in your brain. So Robert as the child-free person here. Like if you want to stay up to date on the happenings, you have to not have children. 
I you would I would think it would be the opposite, whereas you would kind of like through osmosis be up to date on things. Yeah. Well, my kids. Well, I mean, you like know anything. some stuff, I'm not but like you don't. You, you like know about things, but like you don't know how to do it. Like you know what okay. TikTok is, but you don't know how to TikTok. But is that just? Are we just guessing? Like Robert, do you feel like you aren't keeping up with things? So I've been thinking about this as we've been talking about it, and I here's what I think my problem is: is that I. I think I'm more up to date than I actually am, right? It's like I feel young and hip, but anytime I find myself around someone who is, you know, a 20 to 24 years old, I feel like a dinosaur. So I think I just have yeah. a misconception of my own hipness. Yeah, I, I can't. It's hard to keep up. And it, that's like totally separate from like the technology thing. But I've always wondered about that. Like when you see somebody that's older, and like they can't, they're fumbling around with their phone and they need help with their phone and stuff. I've never felt that way before until more recently where I'm like, I don't know how to use things sometimes. And I'm like, Michael, how do I do this? And I can tell Michael's like, oh God, this guy's driving me nuts. We're like only a few years apart, but I'm like, there, it, it is. And I have too many different tech things that I use every day. So I think that's part of the problem too. But it all comes back down to like Michael screwed me by giving me a bad recommendation for a thing that he didn't even buy. And I just trusted him a little bit too much too soon. Here's, here's what I'll add to this, actually. Um, I think the, the difference between the two monitors, as I understand it, the price difference was pretty large. But mm -hmm. when you think about something that you're going to be using for, for work every day, you, you know our whole business plan, right? You, you have to be able, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to let, like to, let, let yeah. people yeah. in like to share? Yeah. I feel like we Hold on. This, this is proprietary. Like, I may have to bleep this out <laughs> if you tell do people you, what our business plan is. is. Is it okay for me to share it, or Bobby, do you want to be the one who reveals oh, it? I mean, I took a lot of time, time to come ever. up with this. No, it took me a while yeah. to come up with this, but I'm ready to share it. Okay. Yeah. Well, right, why don't you pay attention? Let people Drum know roll. What it is. Hang on. Hang on. How can we preface this? How can we add a little more hype to this? This is the business plan you've developed after earning boatloads of money online over the past uh what seven eight mm -hmm. years yeah took you a really long ago. time to arrive at this a lot yep. of blood sweat and tears yep okay not tears as much but Research. yeah blood and sweat Focus not tears <laughs> yeah okay of course blood and sweat yeah <laughs> no the the plan is and i tell this to the team very seriously we're gonna make money with the website this week and then next week we're gonna make money with the website and then the week after that, we're also going to make money with the website. And what we need to do is just continue to do that every single week until we're making a lot of money with the website all the time every week. And so on the repeat strategy. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's a it's a long game, too. You just have to follow that path every single day. And, and so my point is just that, you know, if if that's our strategy, you would think that the tool that's going to allow you to access the website, it's worth spending a few extra dollars on. Yeah. Is, the place you I'm see saying. the internet where we make all of our money. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. To be fair, this is this isn't a cheap thing either. This isn't an eight hundred dollar monitor. Like I didn't when I bought it, I wasn't sitting there going like, "Oh, this is like a cheap piece of crap," which is a little strong. I don't think it's that. But I what I didn't <laughs> what I what I didn't see coming. I didn't <laughs> see the the problem is it's just the like when I plug it into the computer, it doesn't work all the time. Like it's just there's a I think that the seamless integration with an Apple product. So like I just don't I just don't like it. But I don't know. I think it was a questionable decision to buy this and and not go with my gut of just spending more money and getting the thing I want. Well, and where, where I think it all comes down to, if you had spent less money on some other gadget, you know, 
okay, you, you made a decision. But I do think you, you run two internet companies, you have an office with like four pieces of essential equipment, mm-hmm. kind of feels like I don't you should know. tend towards the premium. I don't know why you're talking down to me when you suggested this monitor. Well, I didn't see I, I, is that, I, I, I feel like you're kind of feels you feels like you shouldn't have done what I said. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like had you, you not should have been the person better. you're talking about it. Like you're not involved in it. Like you were very much involved with this. <laughs> I tried, I tried to offer you like some alternative when I knew you weren't willing to take, maybe I should oh. just push you into your convictions more. No, you so were sorry. excited about this monitor too. And you're like, no, how is it? And, and the, it, is, well, like, what do you think? Like, I'm thinking about getting one too. This is great. So don't, you know. Well, and and so the little bit of background is I bought my wife the M7. I wouldn't ever buy it for myself. <laughs> I'm not getting that for me. But uh, uh, I bought my wife the M7. It's a it's a big size. Uh, it It's, you know, the quality's good enough. Um, so I, I thought that that was good. And then the M8 form factor I felt was very nice. And I think it does look good. I think you would agree. Yeah, it looks like a ripped off Apple device display. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess I'm sorry. I do think it was a questionable decision. And uh, in the future, I'll push you to just spend more money. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I really, if you advise me on things and they, they're questionable. <laughs> I love that response to someone doing what you suggest to them, though. Like, if it doesn't work out, like, well, you should have known better than to listen to me. Yeah, I think, I that's, think that's great. I think it's great. I don't know if that technically is gaslighting, but it's close it's i'm gonna keep that in my back pocket you should yeah all right so this next segment is called get the guru i believe we're just gonna be talking crap about gurus at some from different industries or something i'm not really sure the premise for the segment is that there's a lot of guru advice out there now with social media and bloggers even Mm -hmm. podcast hosts will all be gurus at some point offering advice but that we have to sort of like take some of it with a grain of salt maybe Okay. Or at least question what they're putting out into the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this one in particular, I think you're going to have to put a lot of salt to make it palatable. <laughs> so onions, maybe. So if, you know, speaking of TikTok and Instagram and all the things that, that I'm not great at, but we will be great at. If you've been on TikTok or Instagram at all, you've probably seen this absolutely jacked, ridiculous looking guy that walks around without a shirt on ever. A huge beard, like just looks pretty like he hasn't taken a shower because I don't think he takes showers. I can't, I'm not sure on that, but Liver King, right? So Liver King blew up over the last probably year and a half, two years. And uh, he's got millions of followers, like just, you know, whatever. He's this guy that's like a health guy or like ancestral living guy. Like everything is like primal. And like he's he's trying to teach people to like live by these nine ancestral tenants, which we'll talk about. But like basically everybody has been accusing him of being on steroids for forever because he clearly looks like he's on steroids like if anybody looks like a person that takes steroids he is it and he he is sworn that he didn't do it it's all because these nine tenets of ancestral living that he does he works out a lot and all that kind of stuff um he had these very like politician like answers every time somebody would ask him if he was on steroids he was very good at just kind of like basically just avoiding the question completely and so it came out the other day on twitter uh, somebody dropped one of the emails that he, I guess, had sent to a trainer or some some person that he had worked with where he listed out all of the things that he's been taking for years. So, like, the whole thing is is just a fraud, right? And, like, they've been... So that's what this came from, where we were talking about it. 
Robert didn't want to talk about this for some reason. I'm not totally sure why, but I think it has something to do with marketers. And, and this guy was marketing himself, right? Like he was, he was a marketer for his company. He makes supposedly a hundred million dollars a year from his supplement companies. And he was selling these supplements based on this ancestral living thing, but really he was just doing steroids to look the way that he did. I wouldn't say just doing steroids. That's probably not fair, but he, I mean, I'm sure he works hard, but like he was selling something that he was not actually doing at scale. And so, yeah. And is that, I mean, well, is that okay? Is that not okay? I mean, if you help people, you know, that's where I kind of go with it, but yeah, it's called lying. (laughs) Yeah. He's a liar. That's fair. So (laughs) that's not okay. Uh, I've seen like a lot of apologists over the past, you know, week or so, or however many days since that's come out and there's just no way around it. It's not marketing. It's lying. Uh, You know, I don't know where you're going to, what your thought was on this, Robert, but uh, I think people like this deserve to crash, burn, and never, you know, you know, just live in squalor for those their lives because they're lying to people. Um, I mean, this is no different than selling some, you know, water pill, you know, that's going to change your life. Um, so I don't, I don't have a whole lot of love for the Liver King. Uh, I think that uh, there's obviously some good things about, you know, some of his teachings, but I think when you make money, make a hundred million dollars a year, which let's let's all. I don't think he was actually making. Let's that. all let's all take that with a grain of salt. I, yeah. You know, uh, as we know, he's a liar. So <laughs> there's a good chance he's not making that much money. I think it's it's squarmy and and nasty, and I imagine he does smell bad. Well, that, <laughs> he smells bad probably because he doesn't use deodorant. He's like very against the. Uh, I guess there's uh, aluminum in deodorants or something yeah. like. So he's very against that and like all. Robert, do you use things. deodorant? No, I use I, don't uh, I use a crystal. Uh, Errol, do you use deodorant? You do? Okay. Right. I, I use right. a natural just, just deodorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those don't work. So or you sometimes don't work just like baking powder, you know? <laughs> baking soda, not baking powder. Baking with... Bobby, I'm guessing you just straight up wear deodorant. Yeah, just... Uh, yeah, okay. Degree. I, I, for I actually have an antiperspirant. Uh, probably. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just... Uh, it, whatever it works. I mean, it's... I don't smell like garbage, I don't think, and... I don't know. My wife says it smells good, so I'm cool with that. I don't care. Uh, his whole thing, that, like, okay, my question about it, and this is where Ariel and I, we were kind of planning this part out. It, what if, when you're doing something like he was doing, where he was basically, at a very, very basic level, was telling people to eat better and to work out a lot and get enough sleep, do cold plunges, like, the things that he talks about are all good things. I, well, I, I don't know if they're all good things. I mean, he talks about like eating raw liver and, and all, organs and all that kind of stuff. And that's like his big shtick. Like he eats a ton of the stuff on camera and it's really gross. But like if the net benefit of him lying about this is actually helping a lot of people, because I'm sure he's probably helped a ton of people because he's got a big fan base. Like what's, how do you, like if it's the net positive, probably like, is it really that bad? Like, yes, he's lying and this, that's bad. But is he only lying because he thought nobody would take him seriously if he wasn't ripped? So I've or been, do you have I've to do following think, this? You have been. Okay. Yeah, I've, been, can I, I've been Can I give my uneducated yes. take? Yes. Please, before you guys go into anything, because I've never of heard of the Liver King before we started talking about this. And he is like the kind of person I would see online and just like have a, an immediate like visceral reaction to like uh, not kind of want to make like. Describe describe more of what what a, a person like that is for you, Ariel. 
just the, like the cordy muscles and the, like uh, all the veins and the yeah all the stuff yeah yeah that's it's it's just too much for me like it looks unnatural like it's unnatural this day and age i think to look like that maybe as it turns out and, it is unnatural yeah. just yeah. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> but i did like look up his tenets and even as much as i like think this guy is probably full of shit i think that i mean he like you said bobby like he's does kind of preach some decent things like you need to sleep you need to eat healthy foods you need to get in the sun and you need to get cold i i mean i don't know that i have think that that's like a tenet that you should follow but like i i don't know like i think he is probably helping some people live a a healthier life than they're used to and like yeah there maybe is some benefit to doing that if you're lying about it it's kind of shady if you're saying that like I look the way I look and I'm this way because I've only done those things but the the idea of this like half truth maybe right. like is there some well, benefit to that if what I don't well, know I and Robert strong feelings on this Robert might have I Robert seems to know more about all of this than any of us I don't know if you can reach people at scale the way that he did with that kind of a health message without looking like that. Like, I don't know if you can't, like, I don't know if that's something you have to do to compete these days, like on the internet, you have to look like that. And the only way to look like that is to do steroids. Like, I don't know, but that seems to me like that's probably where this came from, where he was like, I work out a lot. A lot of men like deal with this where they work out a lot and they start to get older and they can't get the same kind of physique that they want. He's got a brand about healthy living. He was struggling with it. So he started taking all this stuff and then he didn't want to get caught in this lie because his business depended on him looking a certain way. And so then he's got all these mouths to feed. Like I could see it snowballing that way and not just him going, I'm going to lie to people. Like, but that's just me thinking maybe yeah. that there's a, he's a better person than he maybe is. I don't know. Yeah. So I've been following all of this stuff, not religiously over the past week, but I think it's all super interesting. Um, and like the way that I, I guess first started actually paying attention to liver King stuff was like, I, me and a friend were having a conversation about, it and we were like, do you think he's on steroids? Um, and so then after that, I went and just like checked out his stuff on Instagram. And I think it's all like really interesting, right? Like the nine ancestral tenants I'm all for, I love that stuff. I love a good cold plunge. I love walking around barefoot. I love being in the sun. Um, and so if you watch, so he put out an apology video about this. And I don't know if you guys have seen that or not, but he basically he makes the point that you're saying, Bobby, where it's like, you know, I thought that if I talked about this, it would detract from the message. And so I think like I think the challenge that most people have with it is this idea of you look this way, you're implying that it's all natural. You sell these supplements, you talk about these supplements in all of your like Instagram stories and stuff. And so you are profiting off of this falsehood, right? And so I think that's the challenge people have with it. I think the decision that was made somewhere along the line, because like he had the goal, if you look at the the entire email thread, he was like, I want to reach a million followers by March, 2021 or, or whenever it was, right? He knew exactly what he wanted to do. And so I think it was just a calculation of like, okay, I'm going to be able to reach more people if I, you know, look this way, do these types of videos. This is how I'm going to go viral. And I saw somebody on in a Facebook group the other day mention like there at least had to be some sort of calculation of like, okay, 
if it comes out that I'm on steroids, what's the net benefit versus the net loss? And how am I going to handle that from a PR perspective? So I think there was like some conscious choice in all of it of like, I need to do this to blow up. And if worst case scenario, here's how I'm going to address it. I think you give a lot of credit to people like that. Um, I, I mean, I think regardless of, I, I mean, this comes down to utilitarianism, right? Like, does the outcome justify the means? And I think that right and wrong is not based off of what it accomplishes. I don't think that the liver king owned the nine ancestral uh, tenant, you know, they're, and they're not really that novel. There's plenty of people that talk about um, those tenants better than he does or in, in more depth and actually help people. So I think you have someone here who, through some combination of social media prowess and shock and awe, used that shock and awe to not just try and teach people. He was selling products, right? There's plenty of people who want to teach people, and there's plenty of people who are natural and, and do that. But it's okay to, if you want to be on steroids, okay, that's fine. But to lie about it and then to sell products behind it, I mean, what there that isn't just that's not justified in my opinion. I don't think it is. I don't, I don't think know. it's like the right thing that he did. I just think. I don't know. I would like to know more about like how how that all like, yeah, he had goals and stuff. But I think you see this a lot with the Internet now. It's like people have to do they feel like they have to do certain things to maintain their business or to grow their business. And there are things that like you wouldn't want to do, like people get plastic surgery and like all sorts of stuff. Like and I and I think that I don't know. I wonder if how many people get trapped in that versus like I, I actually don't really care that he did steroids. I think it's bad that he lied about it. I think it would have been smarter for him to just say, yeah, I do, I do steroids in addition to all these other things. And that's why I look like this. If you don't want to look quite like this, but you still want to look close to this, then you can do these other things. Like, I think that would have been smarter. But I don't know. I, I have a feeling that he probably, a lot of people get trapped in this stuff instead of just like plotting it out and trying to be like an evil mastermind. So I, I give him some, maybe some grace without knowing him at all. <laughs> he might just be yeah. a terrible person. I feel like there I think, is like, a little bit. I think there is maybe more of a trend recently to having like influencers kind of be a little bit more transparent about what goes into who they are and their identity. And I, I think that's something that we're seeing because we, because of people like the liver king or, you know, somebody who's had plastic surgery, that's promoting some like diet wellness type trend um, or and 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 I think it's smart when those influencers do it. And like as a customer, I would rather buy something from somebody who is just completely honest and and says like, listen, this is, uh, you know, this is who I am. This is what I've done to to look a certain way or to to be the person I am that that's in front of you. I mean, I would. I'm not going to buy anything from the Liver King ever, probably. But I I would be more willing to do that if they if there is that honesty and openness up front and i think that you're seeing more of that because there is that realization like i think the the whole uh influencers on a pedestal thing has kind of started to crumble a little bit and grateful for that so yeah i can see that yeah i, I think that. i was listening to um joe rogan had a podcast the other day with a guy named Derek who was the you one who bestie? sort of brought this all to light right and they were talking about like the ethics of people like that saying like, hey, I am on steroids, right? And it's like, when you think about the audience of the liver king or somebody like that, a lot of it is like younger dudes. And so you think about if your audience is like 15, 16, 17 year old guys, do you want to influence them 
to say like, oh, if I want to look like that, then I need to do steroids. Right. So it's like it's kind of this double edged sword where if you are honest mm -hmm. about this is what it takes to look like that, you're potentially influencing people to make decisions that aren't necessarily in their best health interest. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a complicated to be even topic. More honest about it. Maybe. Yeah, it sounds I mean, he could he could be, you know, like once you reach 35, start taking steroids. Right. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think I don't even know. I mean, I think there's a lot of probably misconceptions about steroids and what they are, because the more that I've kind of like seen some of the stuff, like a lot of it isn't like it's more like testosterone and, and other things that aren't what I would think it was like steroids, which I don't even know what that is. Like I, I've always thought it was just some kind of like crazy chemicals that you put in your body. Like it doesn't seem like it's that outside of the realms of like, if you went to a testosterone doctor, like what some of them would do and somebody would, that knows way more than me would have to clean that up. But it just seems like there's kind of like levels to it. And some things are actually like doctors are saying, yes, you should be doing this if you're a man because your testosterone levels have dipped and like, this is good for you. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's a weird, it is a weird thing. He probably should have just been honest though. Does he get bigger now? Not, not in terms of just like getting jacked. Like, does he, does he, like, is he actually, does gonna, he get bigger? Does this, does this, is this good for him? Like, does this is actually, cause I saw an apology video and all that stuff. Like, does his brand grow from here? I think it yeah, depends on what he does with it. Like what he does next. I think, I think that it's like, I think the, the age that we live in now is like, and I think this has been true for a while anyway, but controversy is good for your brand. Like, I think he's actually going to come out of this with way more followers and way more people knowing who he is because like people like us are even talking about it to people that have never heard about him before. So I think it actually yeah. like there's a net mm -hmm. benefit and he probably has known that this is going to come out for a long time anyway. Wouldn't surprise me if he had yeah. his, because he was reading something when he did his like his apology. I wouldn't surprise me if he's had that sitting around for like a year. You just for whenever it comes out, you know? So I think that, yeah, I think that's I think the internet now. I think it's good for you. All right, guys, be on the lookout for Bobby uh, making some outrageous claim of something he's never done so that we can grow as a brand. Yeah, I'm just saying that's the net. I'm not saying we should do that, but I do think that's what's going to happen. Like, I think that he's going to benefit from all the controversy surrounding it. I don't think he's going to just yeah, like, go I away. Yeah, I think that'll be, I think that'll be really interesting. And one thing that like I've, I've noticed a little bit, even when I talk about it is like the verbiage you use about Liver King. Like, do you say Liver King is or Liver King was? And I like when mm. I've been thinking about it, I've been noticing myself using the phrase like liver king was and it's like, oh, man, is he is he gone now or what? So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next month or so. All That's right, guys. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, crap. <laughs> Go ahead. I blew it. I blew it. Go ahead, Ariel. Thank you for listening to questionable decisions. We want to hear your decision so we can determine whether or not it was questionable. You can text it to us at 321-222-0203. And we'll be back next week with another questionable decision. Talk soon. Amen.